I count it as a great joy and privilege to come to this service, a lively service. I want to appreciate uh, the worship team. They really helped in the district council and the wonderful people bring the presence of God. They have a wonderful anointing upon them and the Lord really blessed them. I think you are fed up with the snow. <laughs> but this is the first time my wife has seen the snow. That is why the snow came this week. <laughs> we are fed up with all the heat in India. <laughs> we have no season in our place particularly. We are hot, hotter and hottest. In the year 1973, my wife and myself came to Madras, start a church. The Assemblies of God sent me over there to take over a church with 100 people. I was there. The 100 people stood up and said, we don't want this young pastor. They refused to accept me. What an installation service it was. <laughs> but God spoke to me. Don't worry about this. I have brought you over to this city with a purpose. Some of my friends were holding a crusade. I got 125 addresses to do the follow-up. I visited 125 houses within a week time. I prayed walk, walking on the road up and down to find a place to start a church. The Holy Spirit came upon me as I was walking and he said, this is the house that I am going to give you. Wanted to go inside. The gate was crashed. Tawny bushes were there. I couldn't go inside. I heard the voice, jump over the wall. So I jumped over the wall. If you don't hear the voice of Holy Spirit, never jump over somebody else. I jumped over and I prayed. Lord, thank you for giving me this house. And I tell you, God gave me that house. Where 15 people can sit inside. That's a middle wall. Ladies can sit on the other side. Gents can sit on the other side. You know, India, when you come to India, all the ladies will be sitting on one side. All the husbands will be sitting on the other side. When I come to state, they ask me, why in the world you keep wives on the other side, husbands on the other side? I tell them, at least they don't fight with each other that time. <laughs> but I tell you, dear people, with seven people came after visiting 125 people, started that church. One by one, people came. And missionaries from your country came and helped us to build a strong church. David Grant, David Stewart, Senior, those wonderful people came and helped us. 
one thing that I learned from years, mission. You always support mission. You always stood with us in mission. That is why we were able to start many church. I want to appreciate you from the depth of our heart as supporting this vision, starting 25,000 churches, raising 30,000 leaders. You are a generous church. When I came here, they put me in some other hotel, but your church helped me to come into a very good hotel. <laughs> and sent me a lot of uh, things, you know, gift pockets. I, I want to thank you, Pastor, for doing that. Myself and my wife really enjoying staying there. And, uh, and God bless you for this. God bless you. You know, uh, when, when, when the district asked me to come, I said, I, I'm coming. The next email came from this church. You come with your wife. What a great joy. I always travel alone. But this time, because of your generous thing that I could travel with my wife, I can lean on her when I sleep. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. I give greetings to all the campus churches where you are listening. God will bless you. And if you have your Bibles, please turn your Bibles to the book of Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine, and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. Therefore, when the word therefore comes, you have to read the previous chapters. What Jesus was teaching. Matthew chapter 5 and 6 and 7, it's a doctrine of Jesus. There are a lot of Old Testament doctrines. But when Jesus came, it changed everything. And the Old Testaments were dealing with external holiness. But the New Testament, when Jesus comes, he deals with internal life. Three things that I want to share with you this evening. The first one is, you build a strong personal life. Second, you build a strong family life. Thirdly, you build a strong church in this nation. You know, I wanted to be an evangelist because God gave me that gift also. But when I was praying, God said, you have to build a strong church in the nation, Hindu nation. I said, Lord, I love 
the ministry of evangelist. Because if you know four sermons, you can go around and <laughs> preach the four sermons. But pastor, you have to die every Sunday to, to get a message. I tell you, you have to see the same kind of people every week. But as an evangelist, you see different kinds of people. You eat different kinds of food. So I really love the work of an evangelist. But God said, that is not your ministry. Build a strong church. That is why we are here. The whole nation will come to know Christ if you build a strong church. In order to have a strong church, you have to build a strong people, individuals. You know, these days, we don't spend time with God. We don't read the word of God. We don't win souls for Christ. Every Saturday evening, you come and sit in the same chair. Sometimes you break the chair. I tell my people, don't come to church and break the chair. You bring someone to the church. If you have life in you, you will bring souls to Christ. If you have passion and fire in your life, you will touch the lives of people. That is why God has chosen us. God has anointed us. God has given us a word. God has given us a good church and good pastors, good team of workers. Every one of you must build your personal life. You must build your life on the rock. What is the rock? That's a word of God. You know, rain may come, wind may blow, and many things can come against you. You must be unshakable because you put the foundation, the word of God, as a rock. When you read, study about these things, Matthew chapter 5. There are nine beatitudes. The one is you must be poor in spirit. Second, you must be mourn for the mourn for your sin. Third, you must have the spirit of meekness. Fourth, you must be hunger and thirst for righteousness. Fifthly, you must be merciful. Sixthly, you must be pure in heart. Seventh, you must be a peacemaker, not a troublemaker. Eighth, blessed are the who are persecuted because of righteousness. Ninth, blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, falsely say all kinds of evil against you. Because of me, rejoice and be glad. These are the wonderful truths. It is easy to hear and also it is easy to preach, but difficult to practice. You need 
the power of the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. And another nine things that Jesus talks about is, do not get angry. How many of you get angry? The spirit of anger is within us. We say it's because of blood pressure. It's not because of blood pressure. <laughs> Something wrong with you. <laughs> you deal with that spirit of anger. God will help you. The two kinds of anger is there. For righteous sake, we must get angry. Pastors must get angry. Otherwise, believers will not come to the church. Pastors' heart is a father's heart. And at the same time, father must have a strong man and also a lovely person. So pastors also, as fathers, we must get angry with believers. Otherwise, they, they, they are not going to set right their life. Jesus was angry many times. Why? Because people made the house of God as a house of den of thieves and also house of business. Church is not a business. Church is not a den of thieves. Church must be a house of prayer. That is why Jesus was angry. He took the whip. Sometimes pastors must have whip in their hand. Dear people of God, this is what, do not get angry. Do not commit adultery. Live with one wife. Be satisfied with that wife. When she becomes old also, you must love her. Stay with one wife. You are looking at me very seriously. I don't know why. But, <laughs> but, 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 but stay with that one wife. Do not commit adultery. Do not tell lies. People tell lies every time. And love your enemy. Love your enemy. Sometimes you think that your wife is an enemy. <laughs> love her. You think that your husband is a devil. Love him. Don't love the devil, but love your husband. <laughs> Dear people of God, be careful. And you always must give. Give to the Lord. If, if, if the pastor takes 100 times offering, give 100 times. God will bless you, reward you. You are not giving to any pastor or to any man. You are giving to God. He has given his life for you. You know, when, when the missionary came to India, he was mentoring me and said, a man in India, pastors are the supreme leaders. You know, they take all the offering, they keep themselves. There is no board, no committee in the church. So this missionary came and told me, you can't take all the offerings from the church. You take just 25%, 75% you must give to other churches. I said, how in the world it happens? I went and consulted with other pastors. They said, don't obey to this missionary. <laughs> but I really obeyed, started churches, give to other churches. That is why God blessed our church. Our church was growing because we were planting and giving to other church. Wow. Dear people of God, 
give to the Lord. Forgive. Forgiveness. You are learning about it, I think. Pastor is going to take about forgiveness. That is what Jesus is teaching us. And the next one is money. Lay up your treasures in heaven, not on this world. Give away. God keeps account. Every might that you give, God keeps that account. He blesses you. Do not worry. Many times we care. We, we carry a lot of pressure upon our mind. Bible says do not worry. Why the blood pressure is coming up? Why heart attacks? And why all kinds of sickness comes upon you? Because you worry. Anxiety kills the people. But Bible says do not worry. And finally, do not judge others. Do not judge others. Do not criticize others. <coughs> These are the things that you have to practice in your life. But it's a very difficult area. But the Holy Spirit will give you every day enough grace. My grace is sufficient for you. That is why in the New Testament, God gives you the power of the Holy Spirit to live a proper life for Christ. Christ must live in us. People must see Christ in us. The whole world is in chaos and confused. But the church, we are separated from the world to live a life of Christ so that the light may shine upon the darkness. The darkness shall not overcome the light. Dear people of God, build a strong personal life. Read the Bible. Poor in spirit. Poor in money is beggars. Beggars on the street. They beg every day. They spend that money. Next day, they come with a begging bowl. The same way. With our own efforts, we cannot live the life of Christ. Every day, we must have an encounter with God. Every day, we must read the word of God. You cannot live on yesterday's anointing. You must live on a daily basis that you must have the spiritual life. Some people say, I have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit on such and such a date 30 years ago. Dates are good for graveyard. I tell you, you must receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. Many people don't pray, but they spend time in TV eating ice cream. <laughs> Many people do not spend time on the word of God, but they always spend time with their phone and also their, their, their finger goes like this and sending SMS all the time. 
dear people of God, that's all good in this 20th, 21st century. You must give time for God. You must give time for God. Would you please lift your hand and pray? Would you please lift your hand and pray, Lord, that we will give ourselves to prayer. We will give ourselves to read the word of God on a daily basis. We give ourselves to win souls for Christ. We give ourselves, oh God, to receive such a wonderful anointing. We will, we will give ourselves to receive the grace of the living God on a daily basis. Father, we want to see you. We want to experience the love of God in our life. Father, we should not waste our time unnecessarily on the things that never gives us satisfaction. Father, we want to live with you, walk with you, listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit and live a happy and free life in the kingdom of God. Satan, you cannot have any hold on these people. I pray for them that you will, that, that Satan, you cannot touch these people. I pray, Lord, that you will send forth your mighty anointing upon these people. In Jesus' name, I pray. Everyone say amen. amen. Say amen. Hallelujah. Amen. amen. Build a strong Family life. Do not be fed up with your family life. Build a strong family. You know, man was alone. God said, it is not good for a man to be alone. So he took a wife, not from anywhere outside. It is from inside. God took a bone out of a man and gave him a beautiful life partner. Your life partner is from God. Do you believe that he's from God? Do you believe this is the will of God for you to live with that woman? Do not ever bring a foreign body, another bone from somewhere else. Cancer will come. If there is a foreign body that comes inside your body, that is a cancerous one. God gives you a woman, lives with that woman. She may be a difficult woman. Thank God for that. <laughs> he may be a difficult husband. Thank God for that husband. Do not divorce him. He's an angel of God. The woman is an angel of God. How do you know? Those people only help you how much anger that you have inside. Those people won't help you how bitterness comes into your life. Otherwise, you will go to hell. These people will help you to find out what sort of a person. Before marriage, I thought, I was the holiest person in the whole world. <laughs> I thought I was the meekest person in the whole world. After one month of marriage, I became the worst man in the whole world. But thank God for it. I found out 
what sort of a thing that is inside my heart. I worked it out, worked it out. Still I am working. Every day it's getting better. Every day the life is so beautiful. Dear people of God, live together happily. Enjoy yourself. Man's structure is is like this. They don't talk with the wife regularly or consistently. Men's brain are compartmentalized. But women, if they start, they will talk continuously and they communicate well. But man's structure is a difficult structure. Man structure is they love sex. It's man, it's man, don't love. It's man. Be careful with man. All young young ladies, be careful with men. Because they always put their feet on the accelerator. Press the accelerator, the lust. You have to put the brake. Otherwise, collusion will come. Be careful with men. Because men's structures are like that. You don't ever think, oh, why men's are like that? Men are like that. God made them like that. They don't communicate with the wife well. How do you know I do that? (laughs) You know, I go outside and calm and want to share with my wife what all those things happen. But it takes me three days to explain everything. I will start, but it doesn't go well. But if my wife goes out for a meeting, she comes home, within ten minutes she will explain everything so beautifully. (laughs) Men, you have to take time to talk with your wife. Appreciate her. Only talk with, don't criticize her. Talk lovely words with her. Wife, what you are supposed to do? If you are upset with your husband, don't criticize him. Open up your heart. And tell him, because you are talking with your friends so much in the phone, this is not right. Tell him, he will listen to you. And tell him, that particular girl or a wife, a particular lady that comes to you and talk with you, I don't like that lady. Tell him openly. And he will listen to you. Because you only know what sort of a person, what sort of a woman they are. All the men, they, they keep everything here, they leave it. But the wives, they keep everything in the spirit, they feel inside their heart. You must understand these structures. You will be different people. God never puts the same kind of a people together. He puts different people, different structure. You take myself. 
I'm a people person. I will sit with people. I laugh with people. I, I, I want to spend. I, I'm a casual fellow. But wife, my wife is not like that. She's a very structured woman. Everything must be neat and clean. If I, if I, if I take anything out of, out, of, out of the cupboard, I should keep it very well there. It should be neatly done, everything. I didn't know all those things in the beginning. But now I've learned it, her structure, and adjusted with her. And she adjusts with me. When I spend time with people, she also comes. Dear people of God, understand each other well and build a strong family. Pray together with one mind. You will see real revival. You must pray for your children on a daily basis to protect them from the wiles of the devil. Keep your family together. Build a strong family. Growing together. Living together. Praying together. Build a strong family. Shall we pray? Lift, lift your hand and pray. Lord, I want to build a strong families in these days. There are a lot of confusion that is coming upon your family. But today, make up your mind to build a strong family. Never ever criticize each other. Never allow the evil one to come in between you. And bring Jesus. You see through Jesus and you will see the joy of the Holy Spirit. Everyone say amen. 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 Thirdly, you must build a strong church. Church is the body of Christ. Jesus Christ is the head of the church. So you must connect with the head. Church, you must pray. Church people must pray for your pastor, not pastor praying for you. If you are sick, you must pray. Pastors are here to equip you to pray and do ministry. Who should do ministry? The church people must do ministry. What is the job of a pastor? Pastor must encourage you to do ministry. Church is the body of Christ. What is body? Different members joining together and building the body. Pastor gives you vision to build churches in other nations. You must join together with that body and build that church. God will bless you. Everyone must do some job. You see your body. The eye, what is supposed to do is must see. What is your ear supposed to do? It must hear. What your hand supposed to do? Some work or eating regularly with your hand. That's a job. You must do. If the hand is paralyzed, then everyone has to carry the hand. You should not be carried by anyone. You must have a blood running through your vein. You must be well and alive. Every member of the church must well and alive. Do their ministry. Do their gifts of God. Everyone has got a gift of God. Natural gifts are there. 
one day i prayed to the lord lord what is my natural gift god said smiling <laughs> I, i smile at people you know sometimes i walk through people smile at me i used to think why these people are smiling at me because i smile you don't have to give me dollars to smile it's an automatic gift from god for some people staring at people that is their gift you stare at people what is your gift use it you must receive the gifts of the holy spirit when you come to church you find out what is your gift and use that gift the church will grow the body of christ will grow you must build a strong church that means everyone who comes to church must do something if you have a prayer ministry do prayer ministry if you are winning souls everyone must win soul if you are in the army you must know how to shoot otherwise you will die the same way if you are in the church you must win souls for christ in your working place otherwise don't come to church and waste your time you may be thinking why this man is talking like this but i must tell you the truth yeah. dear people of god you are a wonderful people but win souls for christ yes. do something for christ yes. he will bless you he will anoint you he will give you more grace build a strong church in this nation you are going to touch thousands of thousands of people even nations will come to know you are already doing it because god is at work in this church shall we close our eyes and pray build a strong personal life how many of you want to have that touch of christ in your life how many of you want to build a strong family how many of you want to be useful in the kingdom of god would you please lift your hand i want to pray with you commit your life to the vision of the church join with the church and the vision of church is building churches in the other nation god has given the burden for your pastor the leader to take this church to the nations you will be blessed you will see your generation will be blessed as you are going to invest into the kingdom of god your life and your money and your time and your energies god is going to change your families these days your children of children will be blessed lord i sincerely pray for the healing touch of the lord jesus be stretched forth into the life and transform the lives of these people bless them continuously glorify your name oh god build a strong church in jesus name i pray everyone say amen amen, amen. god bless you <clears throat>